Welcome to the Truth Alchemy Podcast, hosted by me, Ella Sang, truth embodiment coach and a magical multidimensional being. This podcast is your portal into leading your truest and most beautiful life and brand, where you are all of you. Together, we play in the realms of purpose activation, unconditional self-love, truth embodiment, mindset, emotional intelligence, multidimensional online branding, kundalini yoga, spirituality, embodied leadership, manifestation, energetics, and so much more. This is an expansive space for coaches, healers, leaders, heart-led entrepreneurs, and spiritual seekers to remember who they really are, what they are capable of, and the life that they are here to live. So, Open up that big, beautiful heart of yours to receive potent codes and transmissions that'll activate you into your next level. Let's play. Oh my goodness. Guess who is back on the podcast? Newly branded podcast and over a year later, your girl is back. Ella here. We are no longer the Badass Lightworker Podcast. We have transitioned into the Truth Alchemy Podcast. So if you are an old listener, you have been with me through the very beginnings of this podcast. Truly, thank you, thank you, thank you from the depths of my heart. Thank you for clicking play on this episode. Hopefully you're still following me and we're still friends on the other platforms because I know I've been gone for quite some time on the podcast, and I'm so excited to be back. If you are new here, then welcome. You are here for the grand beginnings of the Truth Alchemy podcast. So I'm not going to go into a whole spiel about, you know, why I haven't podcasted for a year. To be honest, it just kind of fell out of alignment with my brand, with um, where I was at last year around summertime. Over the past year, I spent a lot of time just diving into my personal healing, diving into my work as a truth embodiment coach, which actually came after I stopped the podcast. And, you know, the last couple of weeks, I would even say over the past month, I've been getting this nudge to come back on the podcast to create this outlet where I can share, where I can, you know, repurpose a lot of the content um, from my live masterclasses, a lot of live transmissions that are so powerful and potent. There's this part of me that's like, okay, Ella, we've got to get this out to more people. More people need to hear these transmissions. More people need to get in this energy. And so hence, you know, the idea came back to come back on the podcast and to align it with what is now my truth, which is the truth alchemy brand. So I am so excited to bring this back to you. Um, so what you'll see throughout, you know, the rest of this podcast, I have decided to keep the older episodes, um, you know, all the way from the very beginnings of my journey in entrepreneurship with the Spiritual Badass podcast and then the Badass Lightworker. It's really beautiful, I think, just to see the evolution of my journey. So if you ever want to go back to listen to those episodes, those interviews, they are solid, highly, highly recommend it. But now moving forward, we will be the Truth Alchemy podcast, and I'm just beyond grateful to be here. 
So let me just do a little bit of an intro or a re-intro if you're brand new here or if this just popped up on your Spotify or your iTunes podcast and you're like, wait, who is this again? So my name is Ella and I am a truth embodiment coach and my work is really about activating truth inside of you. It's about helping you remember who you really are what you came here in this lifetime to do, who you came here in this lifetime to be, and to really activate that embodiment and that knowing of what you're truly capable of. So I love my work, which really interweaves mindset work, emotional intelligence, embodiment, energetics, to get you into this place of power, into this place of knowing who you are, the life that you're here to live, the kind of business you're here to run, and the impact that you're here to create in the world and really empowering you to step into that. So that is a little bit about me. Um, I am also a trainer of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, a Kundalini yoga teacher. And so my work around truth embodiment is really about activating the Kundalini energy, helping you clear out subconscious blocks and programming, really healing conditional love programming, healing disempowering beliefs and allowing you to witness and embody the beautiful multidimensional being that you are. So I'm so, so excited. I know I've said this like a bajillion and one times already in the last five minutes, but I'm really, really grateful to be back here um, to share my energy here on this podcast and to hopefully be a dose of inspiration, a dose of activation, a dose of remembrance for you wherever and whenever you are listening to this podcast whether you are out for a walk at the gym making your morning coffee or just I don't know cooking your dinner I hope to just be able to be a portal of remembering for you a portal of remembering of how powerful you are how important you are and just how much goodness you're here to seed on the planet so with that said That is my little introduction, reintroduction into this podcast. So for today's episode, what I want to share with you is actually the day one of my latest masterclass, the Love Masterclass, which is all about igniting the experience of unconditional love within you unconditional love within you for you and unconditional love within you for the mission that you are here to serve on this planet. So the Love Masterclass was a super powerful masterclass that I hosted now about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, back in July. It is filled or it is full and filled with powerful codes and just little activations of remembering the love that is already within you. And yeah, so I'm really excited to just hit play, let you listen to this masterclass. And actually, before I do that, let me just rewind a little bit and share with you a bit about my vision for the ongoing um, expression of this podcast. So what I am aiming to create 
within this podcast is a platform for me to share my truth, for me to come on and express whatever is on my heart that I know is going to serve you. I would love for it to be a platform, like I said, for me to share a lot of the powerful transmissions and live streams and content that I have already done, but perhaps you have not yet seen. And I really want to make it highly accessible for you to get in on this goodness. It's also um, on my list to bring on some amazing epic guests in the coaching industry, in the healing industry, in the self-development space to offer you different perspectives, you know, when it comes to healing, when it comes to building a business, when it comes to being in your truth. I want to bring in the most powerful people who I know and who I admire and honor and have them in to share their expertise. And really, I find so much value and magic comes out of these um, fun, carefree, and just intentional conversations that I have. Um, And so I'm really excited to share that with you as well. So that is the overall direction of this podcast. I don't intend to make it anything too fancy or complicated because that's something else that I'm I've really been deprogramming and healing for myself over the past year. I want to make this fun. I want to make this soul simple, as I call it. Really having this platform to share with you a lot of epic content, whether it's content from the past, new content or interview content. I just want you to have all the resources, all the transmissions, all the empowerment, all the reminders that you need to remember what an amazing being that you are, what an amazing time it is for you to be alive, for you to be a leader and to support you on your journey, you know, whether you are an entrepreneur or a spiritual seeker, like I'm just here to serve from the depths of my heart. So with that said, I will let you jump into day one of the Love Masterclass and just sit back, relax or I mean if you're walking or doing something else continue doing what you're doing but just open yourself and open your heart up to receive the codes the magic of this masterclass. I'm really really excited to know what you think and I really hope that this masterclass serves you. So as you listen to this podcast be sure to take a screenshot Um, or after you have listened to this podcast, if you want to share with me your key takeaways, if you want to just share with me how you feel after it, I want to connect with you. So if we are not yet friends on Instagram, you can add me at PSIMELA. I'll also link it down below in the show notes. And yeah, take a screenshot, tag me in it. Let me know that you're tuning into this episode. I want to know your key takeaways, how you're feeling, how you're doing. And yeah, I'm just super looking forward to connecting with you if we are not yet connected or reconnecting with you if we haven't connected with a while. Um, And yeah, I will now let you dive into the Love Masterclass and I'm sending you so, so, so much love. I am so excited to be here for this Masterclass, the Love Masterclass. The Love Masterclass where we are going to be talking about and exploring and really activating deep unconditional love within you for who you really are and guiding you to become an embodiment of this love in your own life and for the collective because if you are here chances are you felt the call the call to anchor in a higher frequency on this planet through your being and through your work 
And anchoring in this higher frequency of love isn't just about what you do or what you say, but it's about who you are and who you become. And so much of this becoming process, so much of this being process comes down to understanding that we are love and being able to love who we are at our core, no matter what happens on the outside. I have been on this journey of loving myself, of discovering this love for the past, honestly, I would say like five years overall, but really in the last year, it's been this deepened initiation, which I'll share more with you about. And so I've really embodied a lot of codes, a lot of knowing, a lot of feeling about what it means to love myself, about what it means to be an embodiment of love through it all, through this journey of a lifetime. Hello, Dottie, so nice to see you. Because loving yourself is not a doing process and it's not, it, it's not something that you do once and then you're perfect at, but it's a moment to moment commitment to who we are. It's a moment to moment commitment to loving yourself no matter what is happening on the outside. And we'll dive deeper into this. I'm already so excited. I'm like, let's jump on in. But before we dive into whew, all the wisdom that I have to share with you today, I want us to just take a moment here and I invite you here to just take a moment after we have done our breathing, we have anchored in into our bodies, into this moment. Why are you here? What is it about this topic of loving yourself, of self-love, of unconditional love that spoke to you? Let me know in the comments. I want to know where are you at on your journey and what is the intention that you want to set for yourself over the next three days? What is it that you want to feel within you? What is it that you want to deepen in your relationship with yourself? Drop it in because the moment that you declare it is where you send out the signal out into the quantum to say, I am here. I am showing up for this journey. Because it starts with your commitment. It starts with your declaration to say, I am here to deepen my relationship with myself. I am here to have the most breathtaking romance of a lifetime with who I am. So let me know what is your intention, why are you here, and what are you looking to walk away with? What are you looking to feel? And so the Love Masterclass is a three-day masterclass. We have transmission number one here today, then there will be transmission number two and number three over the course of the next three days in total, including today. So before we dive into the masterclass, what I love to do is just to set the context of the space so that you understand what is happening. This masterclass, like I said, is really something that I'm so excited about because there's so much that I want to share with you. There's so much that I want to transmit over to you and hopefully have you calibrate when it comes to the understanding of how to truly love yourself, how to have this irrevocable relationship of trust, of love, of having your own back. Jamie knows, Jamie was just in the Creatrix channel. This is something that I talk about all the time because Honestly, learning how to have your own back changes the game in your entire life. And so what I really want to transmit to you over the next three days is this foundation of self-love, this foundation of seeing yourself, this foundation of knowing what it means to be an embodiment of this love. 
over the course of the next three days, this is a celebration party for the launch of my new offering, Enraptured. I'm so freaking excited. Enraptured, which I will share more with you about, is an upcoming program that I will be starting in about two and a half weeks time. And so for full transparency, at the end of every single day, I'll be sharing more about Enraptured with you so that you can feel into the vibes of this offering and see if this is something that you would like to participate in. Of course, if you're like, I got the gems of the day, Ella, love you, gonna go, all good, but I just want to let you know that that is what is going to be coming up because Enraptured is going to be um, really the full embodiment journey of a lot of the codes and the wisdom that we share and we talk about within this masterclass. When it comes to the codes and the things that I'm going to be sharing with you today and over the next two days, I know, I know very well that the conversation that's going to come up in your mind likely as I'm telling you some of these things and sharing with you is that, meh, I already know that. I already know that. Tell me something I don't know. I already know loving myself is important. I already know it's about how I talk about myself. I already know, I already know, I already know. This is the mind's default protection mechanism. It's actually something that I had to work through and heal when it comes to learning how to love myself. Is because there's something about a lot of the ways in which we've been programmed is that our mind wants to make sure that we're right. Our mind wants to be like, yeah, I already know that. Yeah, I already know that. Yeah, I know that. We want to be right about knowing things. But trust me, trust me, because I've done this so many times. Being right about intellectually knowing something is not what is going to take you far. Right? For so long, I was like, I know surrender. I know self-love. I know this. I know that. But I wasn't actually doing it. And so what I invite you to do throughout this masterclass as you are getting into the vibe, soaking up everything, and your mind goes like, I know that, I know that. I invite you to just witness it. Be like, hmm, yep, I feel that coming. But what else can I experience about this topic right now? What else can I know? Can I still keep an open heart, keep an open mind, and see what else perhaps I don't know? Exactly, knowing versus doing. Knowing something, intellectually knowing something and truly embodying it, actually overcoming the fears, overcoming the resistance to doing and embodying that thing, two totally different scenarios. And so what I invite you to do is to come into this experience with an open heart and open mind and this mindset of, I know a lot of things, but perhaps I don't know it all. And it's safe for me to not know it all. Because this is one of the biggest things is that we often feel like if, if we don't know everything, if we're not like, oh, I'm right about knowing everything, I know everything, we feel like we're not gonna get love, right? And that's exactly what we're dismantling here is the fact that you do not need to know it all. You do not need to be perfect. You do not need to be doing everything right in order to be worthy of your own love. And so all that to say, if your mind starts going like, I know, I know, I know, just witness that, be like, I see you and what more can I know? What more can I experience? What more can I embody about this topic? Because this is where the deepest shifts and transformations begin to happen. The other thing is, I love that you guys are already dropping in the comments. I'm gonna read these comments in just a little bit. 
but I would love for this to be a conversation. You know, as much as I'm here sharing from my experience, sharing what I know, I would love to have a conversation with you. So share how you are feeling, share your perspective. Let's engage, let's have an open dialogue because what I'm sharing with you is just what I know to be true from my model of reality. And so I would love to have your opinions so that we can really have this expansive dialogue and conversation about what it means to love ourselves. And that leads me to the next point is that in my way of coaching, teaching and leading, I always say, take what works with you and leave what doesn't. I'm not here to tell you that this is the way I'm here to guide you in uncovering your way by showing you what has been true about my way. I'm all about self empowerment and empowering you to lead in your truth. So perhaps there are going to be things that I say that you're like, yes, I love that girl. I'm going to take that. Yes take everything that feels really good for you and anything else that you're just like mm, not really sure you know allow yourself to sit with it you really feeling whether or not there's some resistance or if it's just something that doesn't resonate with your model of the world and if that's the case totally cool leave it take what works for you and create magic with it so that's the overarching context that i want to set for this container let me know if you have any questions jamie i desire to truly love myself so I won't settle for less than I deserve in a relationship with another. Yes, absolutely, Jamie. Whew, and I can share so much about that as you already know. Like this is this has been one of the greatest um transformations within myself the last half a year, really learning to love myself so much that I set my desires and I set my standards and I always say nothing less than any of this. Nothing less. And there truly is so much that becomes possible when we say this is a standard and the universe responds. Dottie, I want to commit to myself and honor myself. If I want love and commitment and to be honored by others, I have to love, honor and commit to myself. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. And that is really what I found in my journey is that it's all a reflection. I know we hear this a lot of the times, but it's really true. The way in which we learn and embody loving ourselves become a direct reflection, a direct calibration for another person to know how to love and respect us. If we feel like, oh, well, I'm not that important. Oh, well, this thing that I want, yeah, whatever. I don't really have to do it. That is what is going to be mirrored in our relationships with other people. Everything starts from the relationship that we have with ourselves. So yes, that is absolutely beautiful. Okay, so let's dive on in to some of the things I've got prepared for you. And so this is the way that I want to run this masterclass is also an embodiment of my own self-love. For a very long time on my path, um, I've over-prepared everything. I've written out like scripts and like, you know, before even going on live video used to be the most daunting thing for me because I felt like it had to be perfect. I felt like, oh, I gotta have all the things. And more and more as I come to love myself, I realized that it's so much about trusting in my power and trusting in my ability as a vessel and as a transmission vehicle for things to come through. So yeah, I have some notes here. We're gonna flow along with it, but it's gonna be really amazing to see what else comes through. And for me, this is literally practicing my own self-love muscle for trusting in what I have to offer. So with that said, let's dive into what is self-love? 
I'm curious to know, drop it in the comments. When you hear the word self-love, loving yourself, self-love, self-care, what comes to mind for you? What, what are some of the words, the phrases, the things, the ideas that come to your mind? What does self-love mean to you? Because for a very long time, self-love for me was just treat yourself, you know? Like I'm buying myself the new clothes, I'm buying myself this thing, I'm doing the bubble baths, I'm like sleeping in, I'm taking the day off, I'm doing all these things. I love myself, right? That wasn't exactly true. The first thing that I want to share and I want to anchor in with you into your being is that self-love is not just a doing process. Yes, saying no, putting yourself first, beautiful, yes, boundaries, I love that. So self-love is not just a doing process, yes. Setting the boundaries, putting yourself first, yes, those are all parts of it. But what it really comes down to beyond just, okay, let me do this thing to love myself. Let me do that thing to love myself. Self-love, as I understand it, is who you are moment to moment in relationship with yourself. It doesn't matter if you're buying yourself the new shirt because you're like, oh, I love myself. When after that, you're gonna beat yourself up and be like, oh, I shouldn't have spent that money. Oh, I don't even look good at it. I don't even look good in it anyways. And you start to engage in negative self-talk. You start to engage in self-defeating patterns. It doesn't matter if you're buying yourself the shirt. It's about the moment-to-moment relationship that you have with yourself. Especially what goes on within you when no one is watching, when you're not in front of an audience, when you're not in front of your friends, when you're not in front of your partner, when you're not in front of people, who are you to you moment to moment? That is the foundation of self-love, is who you are being to yourself. The saying no, the buying yourself the pretty things, the resting, all of that, adds up on top. Those are the results. Those are the results of what happens when you have this beautiful, loving relationship with yourself moment to moment. So this is really important to understand because in order for us to anchor in this relationship of love moment to moment with who we are, what we have to remember, and I say remember, because there's a part of you that already knows. What we have to remember is that we've always been worthy. We've always been whole. We've always been complete. And we've always been an expression of unconditional love. This is a remembering process. Because this love that you get to have for yourself this love that gets to permeate your moment-to-moment relationship with you already exists. And so when it comes to loving yourself, it's important to understand that 
this isn't a done once, done forever process. This isn't a linear journey. There's no five steps to loving yourself and then you're like, okay, I'm done. But this requires you, this requires you to anchor into the knowing that within you, you've always been whole, you've always been complete, you've always been worthy of love. And who are you moment to moment to moment with yourself? How can you start to become aware of how you treat yourself in your mind, in your being? And knowing that there's no linear path. This is, this is not something that is meant to be perfected, but it's meant to be a moment to moment commitment. It's just like with any relationship. There's no perfect relationship. Within every relationship, there are going to be moments where it's very beautiful and loving and then moments where challenges come in, but it's about who you are in those moments. Who are you to yourself in those moments? And can you remember that you are worthy, whole, and complete in your being regardless of what is happening outside and regardless of what you have done and not done? So the love that we have for ourselves affect every single relationship and it affects everything that we do in our life. When I realized this, I was like, mind blown. Your love for you affects your relationship, obviously with a lover, affects your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, with your clients, with people in your community. It also affects your relationship with your business, your relationship with your work, your relationship with money, your relationship with everything. Because your relationship with yourself sets the standard for how you approach each of these other relationships. If you see yourself as not enough, if you are in the self-defeating relationship with yourself, then the way that you're gonna show up in a romantic relationship might be that you're over-sacrificing. Might be that you are settling for less than what you actually deserve. If you do not have a deep relationship of love within yourself, within your business, within your purpose, you might find that you are afraid of showing up. You might find that you are terrified of making mistakes. You might find that if you mess one thing up, you beat yourself up and then it's very difficult for you to get back up. You might find that this whole being confident thing is just like, I can't even, I can't even grasp it how. But this is the magic, is that when you anchor into deep, unconditional love for who you are, everything becomes simple. Everything becomes simple because you anchor into the truth that no matter what happens, I'm going to have my own back. I want you to just say this out loud with me right now and see how that feels. When you say it, really feel the words and notice what comes up in your body. No matter what happens, I have my own back. No matter what happens, I have my own back. No matter what happens, I have my own back. When you can anchor into this truth in your being, no matter what happens, I have my own back. Guess what happens? The fears don't necessarily disappear, but the fears in speaking up for what you want in a relationship, the fear in putting yourself out there in your business, the fear in setting boundaries with people in your life, 
You can have the fear, but it no longer holds you back because you know that no matter what happens, you're going to have your own back. You're going to be okay. This truth that I anchored in my being absolutely transformed everything in my life. When we love who we are, when we know how to have our own back no matter what, then you're free. A mantra that I love to say is, I am free because I've got me. I am free because I've got me. I am free because I've got me. When you can have yourself, this affects every single relationship in your life and every single relationship in your life, whether it's to people, whether it's to business, whether it's to work, whether it's to money, gets to reflect you having yourself, you standing for what you want, and you having your own back no matter what happens. So what I want you to tune into right now, because this work requires us to have radical self-responsibility and this ability to really be honest with ourselves. What has your relationship been like with loving yourself? And you can drop it in the comments if you feel comfortable to. What has been your relationship with having your own back? Is this something that you've done? Is this something that you've been doing? Is this something that you haven't been doing? What is your relationship like with yourself? Let me know in the comments. The deepest self-love happens. Hello, Tawanza, so nice to see you. The deepest self-love happens when we have our own back. And this is the thing. When we decide that no matter what happens on the outside, we do not change the way that we see ourselves on the inside. There are many temptations that happen within our lives that try to tempt us away from having our own back. You might have a failure in your business. You might have a relationship that doesn't work out. You might have somebody who judges you and says something mean to you. And there are so many temptations on a daily basis to not have our own backs. It's so easy for us to look at someone who makes a comment about us and be like, maybe this person's right. Maybe I am not good enough. Maybe I am selfish. Maybe I am a bad person. Maybe this, maybe that. There are so many temptations of like, well, I just tried to launch this thing and then nobody bought. So maybe that does mean that I'm not good enough. Maybe that does mean that I'm a failure. Maybe that does mean that I'm unworthy to do this kind of work. There are so many temptations on a daily basis to tempt us out of our power, to tempt us out of having our own back. And the deepest self-love that gets activated is when you can look at these temptations, honor them for what they are, and anchor in the fact that no matter what happens, I get to have my own back. And no matter what happens, I have decided I will never change the way that I see myself and I will never change 
the way that I love myself. This is where you become free. Is that you can witness the temptations coming up. You can witness everything that happens in your life, but you hold on to your truth. Your truth, which is that you remember you are worthy, you are loved, you are whole, and you are complete. And you choose to have your own back no matter what. You choose to coexist with all the temptations that you could be tempted into saying, oh, that's a reason for why I'm unworthy of love. That's a reason for why I should leave myself. But you choose in that moment to say, I will never change the way that I see myself. I will never change the way that I love myself. And I have my own back no matter what. This is what I know to be deep self-love. This is what I know to be that foundational experience of being that affects all of your doing. This gets to be how you are in relationship with yourself from moment to moment every single day. Is that I know myself, I love myself, I see myself. I have my own back. I stand up for what I desire. I stand up for what I know I deserve. And even if things don't go as planned, even if I fail, even if I mess up, even if people don't like me, I'm gonna feel the emotions of it. I'm human. I'm not going to not feel whatever feelings come up, but I will not allow these emotions to tempt me out of how I see myself. I will not allow these emotions to change the way that I see myself and change the way that I know who I am and change the way that I love who I am. This is power. This is the depth of your power in your relationship with yourself. Like, just think about it for that moment. Like, when you love yourself so much and you're like, no matter what, I have my own back. I imagine just everything that gets to open up for you because you're no longer afraid of what happens if you mess up. Because this is the funny thing. We're very often thinking that, oh, my fear, for example, in showing up and being seen, and I use this example a lot because it's one of the biggest things that I've had to work through. Our biggest fear we think is like, what if other people judge me? What if other people don't like me? What if I mess up? And like, what if so-and-so thinks this about me? We have a lot of fears in terms of what we think other people are going to do and say. But really, these are all self-projections. Because at the end of the day, what we are the most afraid of in these situations is what if I change the way that I look at myself because of what other people said, because of what's happening on the outside. And the moment that you can decide and anchor in that I'm not going to change the way that I see myself, then it's done. That's certain. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Sure, the fears are still going to come up because you're human. But fundamentally, you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay because you've got you. And when you have you, source has got you, God has got you, universe has got you. Because you're no longer abandoning yourself. You're no longer cutting yourself off from the love that is already available inside of you. Dottie says on and off inconsistent in terms of her relationship with herself. And that is really amazing for you to just be honest and witness that because that awareness is how we can start to anchor in the change. Because for so long, I was not in a place to admit that. I was not in a place to admit that I didn't love myself. 
because I had a very scary pattern in terms of how I thought I was loving myself, which I'll share with you now. Growing up, what a lot of us have done is that we've internalized a lot of programs and conditioning around when we deserve to love ourselves. And usually these conditionings are placed on things outside of us, right? It's like, for me, I'm gonna speak from my experience, if I get straight A's, if I'm smart, if I'm the top of the class, then I'm worthy of love. If I work really hard and I check off all these boxes of achievements, then I'm worthy of love. If other people say I'm a great person, I'm smart, then I'm worthy of love. These are a lot of the programs that I took in. And so for most of my life, I was a workaholic, super into my work, prided myself in being an overachiever. And for a very long time, if you were to ask me, what is your relationship with yourself? I'll be like, yeah, I love myself. I work 12 hours a day, I never stop working. I'm so ambitious, I'm such a badass, I'm such a girl boss, I'm going after all my dreams, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm so smart, look at me, I'm so good, I'm so worthy, look at everything that I achieve, say, say I'm good, be proud of me, love me, like I'm so good, I love myself. Like, that was my relationship with myself. I wasn't willing to look at the fact that, wait a minute, I'm doing all of these things, but who am I being with myself on a daily basis? What goes on in my head? What goes on when I'm trying to do something out of my comfort zone? What, what is the internal dialogue that comes up? How do I handle myself? How do I treat myself in the face of failure? Not very good. In fact, terrible. In fact, worse than any person has treated me because I internalized a lot of the trauma and the abuse that I experienced as a child. And it's the most ironic thing that we do. We try to protect ourselves from experiencing that again by doing it to ourselves. That's what I did. I try to protect myself from getting into trouble and getting yelled at and getting hurt for not being good enough by doing that to myself first. So what I want you to feel into here is perhaps just understanding what have been some of my conditions around loving myself? What are some of the, if I do this, then I deserve love conversations that you've had within you. And the beautiful thing about doing this is when you start to look at it as what have I been conditioned you start to see if you have been conditioned, then you are not the condition. Then what are you? You are a pure expression of unconditional love. Your ability to receive love is independent of any condition, is independent of what you achieve and what you do. You just are. So I want you to right here just tune into what might be some of the conditionings that you've learned around loving yourself. Morningstar, I feel like I have a strong relationship with self, but wanted to be stronger and continually working on that. I do find that I get caught up in going through motions and have to step back and reconnect with what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. And once again, I commend your self-awareness and that commitment that you have with yourself. And you know, this, what you're saying here is that getting caught up with going through the motions, taking a step back and reconnecting with what you're doing and why you're doing it, 
that is in itself an expression of the love that you have for you. So that's something that's really beautiful to celebrate is that you're continuously expanding your relationship with yourself and taking that time to reflect, to examine, and then going back in with this deeper embodiment because if we're constantly just like, okay, I gotta do, I gotta do, I gotta do, then we don't have that time for reflection. So yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. So what happened for me on this journey of self-love was that last year, um, like literally just about a year ago, around June of last year, I was doing, um, I was having a plant medicine journey with my past partner because we were experiencing a lot of challenges in our relationship. And what came through for me in that journey, that freaking blasted my heart open and it was like the invitation onto this whole year of self-love and healing was the fact that I realized I haven't been loving myself my entire life. I've been conditionally loving myself my entire life. I've been doing exactly what I said, that if I succeed, then I deserve love. If I do this, then this can happen. I realized that when challenges occurred, when I messed up, when things didn't go as planned, I was the first person to abandon myself. I was the first person to say, see, I told you, you couldn't do that. What made you think you could do that? Come on, like, that's stupid. I was the first person to abandon myself when challenges came up. My coping mechanism a lot of the times was just to work harder. If things didn't work out, let me push myself more. I thought that was an expression of love, but it wasn't. It was truly all this conditioning and me thinking that the more I do that, the more then I can deserve my own love. And so what really shifted for me was when I realized who I am at my being is already worthy of my own love. And from this place of knowing that I'm worthy of my own love, this is the place that I go after my desires. This is the place that I run my business from. This is the place that I show up for my mission in. I no longer have to prove. Because this is one of the core programmings that we have is like, I gotta prove something about myself to deserve the love. Gotta prove this, I gotta prove that, I gotta prove this, gotta prove that I'm smart, I gotta prove that I'm worthy, I gotta prove this, I gotta prove that. But I stepped into the knowing that I am that. I am the love. And being the love, embodying the love does not mean that I don't have my human imperfections. It doesn't mean that I don't mess up. It doesn't mean that I don't get nervous. It doesn't mean that I don't get frustrated. It doesn't mean that I don't get sad. It doesn't mean that I don't get angry. In fact, it means that I go through all of those emotions, all of those trials and challenges. But what it means is that I don't change the way that I see myself through all of that. We don't need to prove. There's nothing to prove about who you are. Whenever we get into the energy of proving, it's the energy of lack. It's the energy of, I'm afraid that you don't see this about me, so let me prove it to you. Let me try. Let me work harder. Like, do you love me now? Like, am I worthy of your love? When you show up knowing that you are the love, that you are worthy, then it is what it is. And that requires you in every single moment, moment to moment in relationship with yourself to ask, 
how can I have my own back? What would it be like for me to have my own back in this moment? Tawanza, if I finally get the right things, I'll be loved. If I buy it, if I graduate with prestige, if I have the right habits, habits in place, etc., are conditions that pop up. Even though I know I'm worthy now, it still feels like there are invisible things lacking here and there. Yes, absolutely. So, first of all, the if I get the right things, if I have this, then I can, you know, be worthy of love. So it's so normal. So many of us have the different variations of that. What is important, and this is where it gets a little bit meta, is that even though you feel, let's say, for example, that it's like, I know I'm worthy, but it still feels like there's something missing. I don't fully feel worthy. Can you love this experience that you're having? Because this is what I mean by the moment to moment relationship with yourself. The moment-to-moment -moment relationship with yourself doesn't mean that you don't have the moments where you don't feel unworthy. You don't feel like getting all my negations mixed up. It doesn't, so the moment-to-moment -moment relationship with yourself doesn't mean that you don't have the times when you doubt yourself, when you doubt your worthiness. But it's about who are you to yourself in that moment. How can you love yourself in that moment where you're like, I know I'm worthy, but I don't feel it yet. How can you show yourself the compassion? How can you hold yourself and be like, whatever you are experiencing right now is absolutely perfect. And you're experiencing this because you're human, because you've had conditions. This is not who you are and it's okay. Feel it, let it pass. And if you were to believe that you are worthy right now, what would that begin to feel in your body? Right? And just guiding yourself through that experience. You see, this is where that magic of self-love is at. It's very subtle. It's not about, oh, if I have this negative thought, then, oh crap, I messed up the self-love thing. But it's about who you are in relationship to yourself moment to moment. So especially in those moments when it's tough, which we'll talk about more in the coming days, who are you to yourself? Who are you, especially in those moments when it's tough? And how can you love yourself through those moments? Because that is the epitome of the self-love in your being. It's not that you don't have temptations, but it's how you handle these temptations and how do you love yourself through those temptations. Okay, so like I said, there's no need to prove. Whatever we're trying to prove, we are inherently saying, I do not believe that to be true about myself. So really looking at what have you been trying to prove? I'm trying to prove that I'm smart. I'm trying to prove that I'm worthy. I'm trying to prove that I'm capable. I'm trying to prove that I'm lovable. And how can you, instead of trying to prove that, feel that for yourself? What will allow you to create that internal experience of all these things that you have been trying to prove? How can you begin to feel that worthiness? And this is the thing is that we often think, okay, what do I have to do to feel that way? but it's actually a lot simpler than that. It's how can you slow down, be present, be quiet, and just be in your being and just feel yourself and begin to practice feeling these emotions without needing something outside to prove to you that you can feel those emotions. So what I want us to look at here now is, so we've looked at, okay, the moment to moment um, relationship that we've had with ourselves, we looked at you know, what is our current relationship with self-love? And what I want us to look at now is where have you abandoned yourself in the past? 
and not had your back. So this is where it can be a little bit confronting. Where have you not had your own back? Where have you abandoned yourself? This is not about judging yourself. This is not about, oh crap, I didn't do this. Oh, I judged myself then. Oh, I did this, I did that. But I really want you to see how this is actually the invitation to the deepest intimacy you can have with yourself. If you want to have a breathtaking love affair of a lifetime with an external lover, it begins with you having a breathtaking love affair of a lifetime with yourself. And in order for you to have a breathtaking love affair of a lifetime with yourself, that requires you to be in deep intimacy with yourself. And to be in deep intimacy with yourself, that requires you to not just look at the things that you've been doing right, but to look at the things that perhaps you have been doing quote unquote wrong, not really wrong, but we'll call it wrong for identification purposes and to love yourself through the awareness of these things to look at where you have not had your own back to look at where you have abandoned yourself and instead of making that mean that you've done something wrong instead of making that mean that you're unworthy you look at that and you get excited at the opportunity where you can expand your relationship with yourself this is an invitation to the deepest intimacy that you can have with you. And when you can get comfortable in deep intimacy with yourself, this is where you can get comfortable with deep intimacy with another person. Like this is very transformative. Like it sounds simple, but I, I cannot emphasize enough how much this work has transformed my life is when I am willing to look at where I have done things wrong, look at where I have not had my own backs, feel all the guilt, feel the shame, but no, hey, my doing is not tied to my being. What I have done, what I have not done has nothing to do with who I am. And who I am gets to change the way that I see what I have done or not done. And it gets to be my inspiration for doing better. So question here, like I said, where have you abandoned yourself and not had your back? Let me know in the comments if you feel comfortable to share. Perhaps it might be examples like, I abandoned myself when I overgave in a relationship and I sacrificed what I desired. I abandoned myself when I settled for less than what I know I truly deserved in relationship. I abandoned myself when I had a failure once in my business or in whatever venture that I'm creating and I made it mean that I'm unworthy. I abandoned myself when I got really excited about something that I'm creating, but the moment that somebody had a different opinion about it, I was like, oh, it's probably not good enough. Let me not follow through. I abandoned myself when I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and do something that absolutely lights my soul on fire, but I let the fears take over and I let, and I let the fears hold me back year after year from actually going after this thing. Where have you abandoned yourself? You can journal this out, feel it through. Once you have written out, once you have felt through some of the times and examples of where you have abandoned yourself, I want you to just take a moment and look at that list, look at what you have written. First of all, take a deep breath in, deep breath out, because that's huge work that you've done there. That's not work to be taken lightly. To have the courage to be in that kind of a relationship with yourself, to have the courage to look 
and write these things out, to have the courage to reflect on where have I not been the best lover to myself. That's deep work. And also looking at this list and recognizing that this list is not who you are. This list may be things that you have done or things that you have not done, but the doing does not inform the being. What you have done and not done does not inform who you are. When you remember who you are, you change your relationship with, to what you have done and not done. When you know who you are and you love who you are, all of this is no longer something that you feel ashamed about. It's no longer something that you ran away from, but all of this becomes medicine for you and medicine for all those who are waiting for you to speak your truth, waiting for you to show up in all of your essence. So looking at that list, instead of feeling bad about yourself, instead of judging yourself, be proud of your courage, be proud of the person that you've become because of these choices that you've made. Even if your mind wants to say, oh my God, look at all these bad choices. You wouldn't be here who you are on this journey if it wasn't for these moves. You wouldn't be in the course of your deepest healing or just in the beginning stages of being initiated into your deepest healing if it wasn't for what happened on this piece of paper. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my detrimental relationship with myself. And I have to remind myself every single day because even before this masterclass, I've been deeply initiated, all the things coming up. And it's easy for us to look at these things coming up, look at the emotions, look at the things that have happened and be like, that means I'm unworthy, that means I'm not good enough, that means I shouldn't love myself. Or we say, this is an invitation for me to love myself more. This is an invitation for me to have my back right now when I didn't get the chance to in the past. Morning star, I abandoned myself when I stayed in an abusive relationship. I abandoned myself when I didn't get the praise I wanted for a huge achievement and internalized that I wasn't doing enough for others to be proud. Yeah, these are huge morning star. Thank you for sharing. Tawanza, I abandoned myself when I let rejection from employers and low turn up in my online projects mean I'm not ready to go bigger. Yes, yes. I abandoned myself when I gave up things I wanted to do for things other people wanted or gave things up to do things I should be doing. Yes, like these are so huge. Like how does it feel for you to just write this out and let it off your chest? Right, Th this is, I, I can't even explain. Like I'm just, I hope you can feel it in my energy, but like this is so huge. This, this is a starting point to healing your relationship with yourself is this kind of deep intimacy is where you can look at that and be like, I abandoned myself in this way and still, I am here and still today I am choosing differently. I'm choosing to be in a different kind of relationship with myself. I'm choosing to have my own back no matter what. I'm choosing to transform the interaction that I have with myself moment to moment. And I'm choosing to be free because I've got me. I'm choosing to have my back. I'm choosing to love myself no matter what. I'm choosing to no longer change the way that I see myself and no longer change the way that I believe in the things that I desire because of what's happening on the outside. So this is absolutely huge. So once you have these things, right, you've taken your deep breath, you've acknowledged your courage, you've really see the separation between who you are and these things on a piece of paper or typed out on the screen here. I want you to think about what made you abandon yourself in these situations? 
what did you feel it would bring for you? So in these situations where you abandoned yourself by giving up on the things that you wanted to do for things other people wanted, why did you do that exactly? What did you think it would bring to you? Right? When you abandon yourself and you made low turn up in your online projects mean that you're not ready to go bigger, what was that giving to you? Why did you do that? Because I can guarantee three things you were likely trying to create for yourself by doing that. Safety, protection, and love. If I abandon my projects and say that I'm not ready to go bigger, so I'm not gonna do it, there's an illusion of safety that you're creating. It's like, okay, if I don't do that, then I'm gonna be safe, then you know what, like, maybe I'm just not good enough for that and I don't wanna go that big and like, I'll just be safer here, right? I felt like it mean I could stay in my comfort zone and not be scared anymore. Yeah, so that's safety, right? That's safety and protection. For Morningstar, I abandoned myself when I gave up the things I wanted to do for things other people wanted. Perhaps that was because there was a desire for love from other people. And what would that love from other people give to you? Love for yourself. What would that protection and safety give to you? Oh, then I don't have to doubt myself. Oh, then I don't have to feel bad about myself. So what I want you to understand here is that we don't abandon ourselves for fun. We don't do it because it's fun. We don't do it because it's like, la la, let me go abandon myself today. We abandon ourselves for three very core human needs, right? Safety, protection, and love. Now the magic happens, like I said, when you address it by the root and you decide, what if instead of fighting these situations where I could potentially doubt myself, instead of fighting these situations where I might fail and mess up and be out of my comfort zone, what if I made it my commitment to anchor in safety, protection, and love within myself as a non-negotiable? Instead of waiting for other people to give that to me, what if I just made it my commitment to dwell in these states of being? And safety is not from this place of like closing my heart, I don't wanna let anyone in kind of safety, but it's the kind of safety where it's like, no matter what happens, I'm gonna be okay. No matter what happens, I'm gonna be okay. And that love for yourself is, I don't need someone to tell me that I'm good enough in order to know that I am. I don't need someone to love me in order to give myself permission to love me. I can love myself and through me loving myself, that is an example for other people for how they can love me as well. I struggle with balance or more, maybe the relationship is just imbalance. I think in a relationship. Let me know a little bit more in terms of what you mean by that, Morningstar, the balance component, what within the relationship feels imbalanced. So what I want you to see here is that everything that you're always doing is actually in the intention of love. Abandoning yourself was actually from the intention of love. Isn't that just mind blowing? You're like, wait, what? Me telling myself I'm not good enough was actually out of love? Yeah, because you wanted to keep yourself safe. Yeah, because you wanted to get love from other people. So you thought that by playing small and just doing the easy things and just having people love you, then you'll get the love. 
abandoning yourself has actually been this master plan of your mind to get you to love. And in NLP, we always say, but there's got to be a better way to get there, right? If we know what the core intention is, there's a better way that we can get there without making yourself suffer, without making yourself abandon you, without constantly just using pain as a motivator to get to what you want. So if we know that the intention was always out of love, how can you anchor in a different way of giving that love to yourself? How can you anchor in a different way of experiencing that love without needing other people to validate it for you? You don't need to heal everything right away in order for you to make a new decision about how you choose to be in relationship with yourself. This is huge. Because often we think that, okay, when I overcome the limiting belief of I'm not good enough, then I can love myself. When I like finally feel worthy, then I can love myself. And it's kind of funny because we're just using the same conditions again. You don't need to heal everything right away. You don't need to be full of, you don't need to be complete with all the healing of things in the past in order to anchor in a decision today to be like, I am choosing to be a different person to myself from moment to moment. I may not be perfect at it, but that is my devotion. That is my commitment. That is who I'm choosing to be. So what is the new way of receiving love, of creating love that you want to have with yourself? Not this, oh, let me go outside of myself to get it. But if you were to say, okay, I can anchor in this love and the safety within myself for me, what would that look like for you? Okay, let's see. And then it's like, okay, hold up. I'm giving more than I want to. I'm crossing my own boundary. Does that make sense? I struggle with balance or more maybe the relationship with balance. Uh, yes, okay. So yeah, this is where it's really important, especially within a relationship, is to set what are your standards and what are your boundaries, right? Your standards are the minimum. What are your standards for communication with a partner? What are your standards for giving and receiving? What are your standards for how you're being treated? What are your standards for the romance? What are your standards for quality time together or any of the different factors that are the most important for you? What are your standards? And then what are the boundaries, right? The boundaries which are, this is the firm line in the sand. Do not cross this line. If you cross this line, we need to have a conversation. This is not okay and I will not stand for that. So I think having that clear idea of your standards and your boundary can then allow you to bring that into the relationship and clearly communicate that. And in that way, your partner will be able to know, okay, these are the standards, these are the boundaries, and same thing for them to communicate that back to you. Um, yeah, it's important to really assess that and be aware of when we might be crossing our own boundary and speaking up for that, right? Getting into that conversation. But that starts with us knowing what are our standards and what are our boundaries. Okay. So, right, you don't need to heal everything in order to make a new choice right now. And your choice, actually, so, so this is the thing, your choice in saying, I am choosing to have a different relationship with myself, this choice is actually what becomes the catalyst for your greatest healing and transformation journey. 
So this is the thing is that we often think when I get all of these things, then I can decide that I love myself. But what's actually the truth of the matter is when you decide to love yourself, then all of the healing begins to happen and you begin to remember who you are. You begin to remember the love that is already within you. Right? You don't wait for that to happen before you decide to love yourself. You decide to love yourself first, and then that healing journey begins to unfold. And like we said, this journey is not linear, but it's the most beautiful journey that you will ever be on. Because in your transformation journey, you become a calibration portal for other people to come and calibrate to your understanding of loving yourself. You begin to be a possibility for other people to see you and feel you and be like, if this person can do it, then I can do it too. Tawanza, if I could create that love in myself, it would look like me doing it anyway, showing up anyway, when I have FOMO, missing out anyway, because nothing for me could truly pass me. Just reassuring myself that I'm okay as is by calming my nerves when they flare up. Beautiful, absolutely. And what I would say is, is that in the doing it anyway, the subtlety, right, what I'm speaking to about in that moment-to-moment -moment relationship with yourself is as you are doing it anyways, who are you to yourself? Before you show up anyway, who are you to yourself? Are you going like, okay, come on, Tawanza, we gotta do this, we gotta do the self-love thing, come on, show up. Or are you saying, hey, I know you wanna do this, I know this is so exciting for you, and you got this. It's gonna be absolutely amazing, and no matter what happens, I've got you. You see, it's two different energy. So that would be the part to be aware of as you're showing up anyway and doing the thing anyway, is who are you as you're doing it? And also, who do you choose to be to yourself should things not go as planned? Because it's easy to love ourselves when everything is rainbows and butterflies, but it's harder when, for example, like I had this incident last year, I had like a panic attack while, while doing a training. Like, don't know what happened, but I like literally almost had a panic attack and I was like, ooh, how do I love myself through this one, right? So it's so important because for so long, like I would do all the things, but the energy was always very pushing. So yeah, how do you love yourself as you're doing the thing? And we'll talk more about that tomorrow too. <clears throat> Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So what I want you to remember again, and this is the most freeing realization, is that we don't need to get rid of the part of us that is afraid. We don't need to get rid of the part of us that tends to abandon ourselves in the face of challenges. We don't need to get rid of any of that. What happens when you remember the love that is accessible within you? What happens when you decide that I am choosing a relationship of irrevocable love with myself and I'm choosing to have my own back no matter what and I'm choosing to love myself in that moment-to-moment -moment relationship with me is that that voice, that fear over time naturally begins to dissipate. But there are going to be times when it is very loud. There are going to be times when it's like, can you really do this? You tried this last time and you failed. Do you really want to do this again? The temptations are always going to be there. In this reality that we live in, the temptations will always exist. But it's not about getting rid of the temptations. It's not about getting rid of that part of you that is afraid. But it's about, can you walk with that part of you? Can you show them love? Can you hear what it's saying to you? Can you notice the temptations that's going on in your world and choose to have your own back no matter what? And choose to not change the way that you see yourself and choose to love yourself through everything. Because when we make, uh, when we have the shift in consciousness, when it's no longer, I gotta get rid of the fear, I gotta get rid of this, I gotta get rid of that because I love myself, so I gotta get rid of this. 
Like that kind of energy is actually what perpetuates more of the fear. So what I want you to understand is that you don't need to get rid of any of this. You just need to remember the love that is already within. The love, the safety, and the protection that you get to give to yourself. And the fact that you get to have your own back no matter what. And as you have your own back no matter what, like I said, source, God, universe, the divine, the infinite, will have your back. Because you're opening yourself to it. When you're closing yourself, it's hard for divine to step in when your heart is not open to receive it. So take a moment here. I'm just going to check the time. Okay, I'm going to wrap up soon. Take a moment here and just honor the person that you are today. I want you to place your hand on your heart. And I want you to just deep breath in, deep breath out. And just say out loud, I honor you. I honor you for blah, 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 blah. Just let this be like a free expression exercise. You can do it here right now. You can do it after our training today as well. But I want you to spend some time today to really honor the person that you are today. To honor the person that you are. No matter what you have written out on your where have I abandoned myself list, who are you today? What is there to celebrate and honor about the person that you are? And how did you get here today because of what you have been through? How can you celebrate your courage, celebrate your self-awareness, celebrate your commitment, celebrate the fact that you're showing up here for yourself. What can you celebrate about yourself? What can you love about your being without you needing to do anything more? Imagine that you can't do anything more. What is there still to love? If you can't create another thing, if you can't show up for this thing, if you can't do this other thing, what is there to love about you right now? And really feel it. Whatever you're saying out loud, it's not just like saying it, but it's how do you feel the resonance of your words? How do you feel that as truth in your body? And really giving yourself the permission now. I am enough as I am right now. This is enough as it is right now. As I continue to expand and deepen my self-love. Right? The self-love journey isn't like, I've been so bad and like I, I got to be good. But it's like, you've been doing it. You are enough as you are right now. And you have this opportunity now to go deeper and deeper in relationship with yourself. So what I want us to do here is I'm going to play a song. It's a short song. But I want us to just begin to feel that love inside of us. You know, the things that we've talked about today. Where have you abandoned yourself? Um, looking at knowing that the love has always been inside of you having your own back no matter what never changing the way that you see yourself choosing to love yourself even in those moments of temptation just trusting that everything that you have here today that you have heard here today is integrating exactly as it needs to inside of you i'm going to play the song i'm going to have you place your hand at your heart and just breathe and just really focus on cultivating that experience of love within you right now just as you are nothing more that you need to do but simply to deeply be in your being, okay? So anchoring your feet into the earth, placing your hands at your heart. Deep breath into your heart. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. 
just beginning to feel into your being. Feel into your heart. Feel into the beautiful person that you are. Feel into all the times when you didn't have your own back. What can you love about those versions of yourself? How can you see yourself for having done your best? How can you decide to know yourself now and love yourself for who you are? You can wrap your arms around you if that feels good. How can you love yourself through and through? I'm just beginning to sway with the music. Really dropping into your body. Feeling the essence of who you are, the essence that has always been there, that will always be there, the part of you that is whole, complete, and worthy of love just by being, because you are love itself, materialized in a human form. How can you see yourself and know yourself? Love yourself through and through. Breathe it in. Give yourself a tight squeeze wherever you're at. If your arms are around yourself or if your hands are still at your heart, just pressing firmly against you and just feeling you are here, feeling your beauty, feeling your depth, feeling your knowing, feeling your remembering. The love that you have been seeking for exists within you. When you choose to see the ways in which you just haven't had your own back, when you choose to see the ways in which you have cut off this love from yourself and you make a new decision, you make a new choice, you don't need to completely rewrite the past. You don't need to change what has happened in the past to decide today that you get to love yourself for who you are. And that is your power as a creator, is that you always get to make a new choice and create a new reality. So anchoring that in, take a deep breath in, Deep breath out, letting that all go. Shake out your arms, shake out your hands. Whew. How do you feel? What is coming up? So like I said, it's a lifelong journey. Not meant to be perfect. Not meant to get it right, right away because what's the point of life if we figured it all out? Let yourself be devoted to a relationship of a lifetime with who you are. This is the seed for all other relationships. This is the seed for how you create your reality. 
When you love yourself for who you are, things become so simple. The overthinking starts to fall away. The over-worrying starts to fall away. Because in a world of uncertainties, you can have one thing certain, one thing that you know as your truth, which is that no matter what happens, you have your own back, you'll be okay. You'll never change the way that you see yourself based on what happens on the outside. And you'll never change the way that you love yourself based on what happens on the outside. So that allows you to be present with the journey, notice the temptations as they come up, be aware of the moments when you don't have your back. And instead of seeing self-love as a doing process, just buying yourself the flowers, buying yourself the new clothes, you see self-love as a moment-to-moment -moment relationship with who you are. And you begin to tweak, make small tweaks every single time. And these small tweaks are going to add up. The incremental changes are going to add up to the most breathtaking love affair of a lifetime with yourself. <sighs> My heart is so full. And I speak this from deep knowing because this is still what I embody and what I practice every single day in relationship with myself. Yay, Tawanza, I'm so happy to hear that. You're so welcome. Feel more content and present, not so rushed and anxious. Beautiful, yeah, because you know, when we know that we're gonna love ourselves no matter what, it's like that stress to just like, I gotta get things done, I gotta do this, I gotta prove, I gotta do all these things, begins to fall away as well. All right, so we are complete for day one of the Love Masterclass. Thank you so much for being here with me live. Thank you so much for sharing your wonderful energy. I'm so, so, so happy to be able to share space with you. And we've got two more days of transmissions. So now I'm going to move into talking about Enraptured. Yes, so simple, right over here, so simple life. Um, so I'm gonna move into talking about Enraptured, which is my upcoming program if you want to learn more about it stay on if you feel good then i will see you tomorrow if you can't make it for the next few days the replays will be available but hopefully you can and yeah it's just been so beautiful to share space with you okay so i am so excited to share with you about enraptured so enraptured what does that word even mean i fell in love with this word when it came up in another program that I was in, this concept of rapture, concept of rapture to riches. And I started looking into what does the word rapture even mean? Rapture means pure delight, ecstasy, like inexplicable pleasure. And I came across this word in April. And since then, it really began to sink into my psyche, this living this life of rapture, being enraptured. And the way that I added to this definition was to live a life where I have my breath taken away, to be in a relationship with myself where I take my own breath away every single day, this breathtaking love affair of a lifetime with myself. So this is the embodiment, this is the energy that I've been stepping into so much for the last couple of months. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've been seeing all of my stories and also the beautiful love manifestation that has happened as a result of changing this relationship with myself. So Enraptured is a 30-day experience kicking off on July 30th until August 30th where I, I don't even want to call it like a program. It really is an experience. It's a transformation experience where we come together for 30 days to activate this breath 
taking love affair of a lifetime with you. Really understanding how do you anchor in unconditional love for your being and a whole new way of being in relationship with yourself. Specifically, we're going to be talking about anchoring into your goddess essence and really allowing your feminine energy to be ignited from within and leading from this feminine energy place. So my offerings, the way that I really love to run them since Creatrix channel, which was absolutely amazing, is that it's a full live experience. So over the course of 30 days, there are going to be nine modules delivered live, similar to these types of videos that you're experiencing in the masterclass. You're going to have um, you know, homework and implementation workbooks to flow through throughout the journey and different embodiment practices because the magic in learning how to love yourself is not just in learning, but it's truly in the being practices. So for 30 days, what's going to happen in Enraptured is you're literally going to step into this calibration portal of developing the most breathtaking love affair of a lifetime with yourself, where you know how to have your own back no matter what, where you get to change that relationship, that internal dialogue with yourself, where you get to anchor in your desires and your standards for a life that takes your breath away, where you get to truly know how to show up and lead from this goddess essence? How do you interact with your life differently from that place? And we'll also be talking about how do you anchor in this love that you have for you into your mission, into your purpose, so that you can show up for your business, you can show up for your purpose from this place of love and show up as a leader in your power. It is a very, like, beautiful experience. I just have no words for it. It's the first time that I'm running it, but already I've been feeling into the energy and I know that it's going to be absolutely epic. Like I've seen, I've seen the transformations within Creatrix channel. Creatrix channel, which was my program before, was about, you know, branding and really um, creating your most breathtaking brand. Even though self-love was not the core of that offering, the shifts in self-love, the shifts in, you know, my clients and that offering, being able to know what it's really like to have their own back, it was like mind-blowing. And I'm so excited to have Enraptured be this program that really focuses in on the energy of that so that you can learn how to unconditionally love yourself, be in the most breathtaking love affair of a lifetime where you learn how to romance yourself. I think this is a really important part. You know, the whole aspect about treating yourself, buying yourself the nice things, like doing cute things, like yeah, that is an aspect of self-love, but the being has to come first, right? So that's what we're anchoring in, in in Enraptured, is you have the being component. We're working through the subconscious healing, healing of the conditioning that has blocked you from loving yourself, so that once you have the being component, you can move into how do you romance yourself every single day? How do you take your breath away? And how do you infuse that love into your mission and into the way that you just show up in all aspects of your life? So I am so freaking excited for this offering. I will drop the link in here for you if you are excited to learn more. We get started on July 30th and from now until next Wednesday, July 21st, there is pre-party pricing at 555 to get in for the 30-day experience. Um, it's honestly so freaking exciting. And it would be such a pleasure to support you in this journey if self-love is something that you want to focus on. And beyond just like learning how to love yourself, you really want to know how to anchor in this breathtaking 
love affair of a lifetime to live your life of rapture, pure delight, ecstasy, pleasure, all the things, okay? I'm gonna drop this here so you can feel into it. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, okay, let me just refresh the group. I'm actually so freaking excited. Yes, Morning Star sounds amazing, yay. Yeah, this is, uh, it's so like, feel into the vibes of the invitation page. Like, I don't like to call these sales pages because I think it's more so an invitation, but I literally poured all the love that I have into this page. Like it's encoded with magic. Um, so yeah, let me know if you have any questions about Enraptured. Um, I think I mentioned everything that I wanna share today about it and I'll be talking about it again for the next two days. So if you want to ask questions, you can ask questions in the coming days as well. But yeah, here's the program feel into it. If it feels like a full body, yes, like Ella, let's do this deep and self-love thing. It would be amazing to support you on this journey. So that's it for today. Thank you so much again for showing up here. Thank you so much for being with me. I love you so, so, so much. And I will catch you tomorrow for day two. Oh, yay, Morningstar. I'm signing up. I miss your vibe. Ah, so excited to have you. Ah, I love you. It's going to be so freaking magical. Yay. <laughs> All right, I will see you very soon. Ah, I'm just so happy I'm celebrating. Ah. <laughs> okay, now I gotta calm down. I'm like, ooh, all this energy is rushing through. I'm so excited. Ah. Okay, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I will see you inside of Enraptured. Mwah. Bye, my loves. My love, thank you so much for hitting play today, coming on to hang out with me and tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This helps more beautiful souls like you find this podcast and it would mean the absolute world to me. If we are not yet connected over on Instagram, make sure to find me at PSMLA and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. I love you.